what's up everybody dapper dividends number 19 for june 12th 2020 gonna get to some housekeeping right off the bat and update my total plays which stands at 438 an audience size of 23 and we are closing in on five dollars usd my wallet stands at four dollars and 35 cents on anchor which as you heard in the intro i am using to make this podcast i've still been heard in 17 countries but i have been heard also in 19 united states which is awesome i'm almost halfway to being heard in all of the united states that's my first goal is to get to half and then we'll tackle the last half and get to 50. well i think we're finally getting to the leg that i expected us to hit not necessarily retesting the lows i know that's kind of what many people were saying but yeah that's what people say there was some very famous and very well thought out professional traders that also said that tesla was going under a hundred dollars a share where it would stay as they headed toward bankruptcy so shows you what they knew so in my taxable account we'll just get right to the buys got paid this week got some dividends got dividends from johnson and johnson ticker symbol jnj exxon mobile xom exelon corporation exc by the way i invest in exelon because they own comed commonwealth edison so here in the chicagoland area you see comed everywhere it is who supplies my electricity so i figured why not get some of that money back in the form of dividends so i invest in exelon uh, archer daniels midland adm ibm ticker symbol ibm and today i got paid by 3m ticker symbol mmm i bought some shares of tvix two times this week i bought and sold tvix when i add those two iterations together i get 52 dollars a share now tvix today was way up it was at 109 dollars a week ago and today it went all the way into the 230s if you don't know what tvix is it is the two times leveraged inversion of the market or it two times leveraged off of the vix the volatility fear index so when the vix goes up tvix goes up twice as fast you can make money but when tvix when i'm sorry when the vix goes down you can lose your money twice as fast so definitely an instrument you don't want to hold for too long and if you buy something like tvix it's preferable to day trade it or if you really want to gamble you can hold it overnight which i did and luckily things came out for the better i also bought a neo ticker symbol nio i bought a put a six dollar put for 28 cents a share times 100 gives me 28 dollars that actually had done pretty well i bought that on wednesday that went all the way up to almost 60 bucks and i didn't cash out and it's come down a little bit and then i also closed out my neo covered call if you remember i had written a call for six dollars that expires a week from today on next friday neo had been going up and it was almost up around seven dollars and i thought i could do better i was going to roll it up and out which all that means is i buy back my contract i'm going to take a loss on that initial buyback because i'm buying it back for more than i was paid for it in this case i was paid 13 dollars, and i bought it back for 
$43, so a little bit down on there. And I was going to roll it up and out into a covered call in the actual $10 per share range. And that was going to be going for about $48, $49 a share. So I would have made a few bucks. And if it would have went up and hit that, I would have made a whole lot of money because my average was $6.91. And when I wrote this covered call, I'm a little iffy on Chinese stocks. I kind of want to get out of all my positions. So if I can do it with covered calls, I would like to do that. But with Nikola, ticker symbol NKLA and ticker symbol TSLA popping, all the EVs were flying up, pretty much all the EV companies. And NEO is along with that. NEO is a Chinese car company, the electric car company, kind of the equivalent in China of Tesla. Anyways, so I still have some work to do next week and I'll let you know what I do with that. Uh, just a couple more. Oh, I did buy a, another call today for AT&T. I guess I've been on a call kick. I bought a July 10th expiration, $31 call for 75 cents. So that cost me 75 bucks. And at market close, it was going for about $95. So I'm already up 20 bucks on that. We will see what happens next week. There was some news about AT&T selling a segment of Warner, I think Warner Gaming. I didn't even read it. I saw the push notification on my phone and I just haven't had a chance to read that yet. So I'll see how that affects things. But that'll be pretty damn cool if AT&T can take off next week. So I'll make some nice money on that. I'm going to hold actually for at least $50 gain. Uh, my risk on that is I'm going to risk $25, so I'm going to do a two to one on that and we'll see how it goes. So all that that means, if you don't know, the risk reward ratio is you take, if, you, if you're doing a two to one and you want to risk 20 bucks, then for a two to one, you need to gain 40 bucks. And for a, I'm sorry, bucks, do you guys say bucks where you're from? That's some very Chicago vernacular. A lot of people when I was growing up would call money or dollars. They would just call it bucks. So I, I didn't even realize. I just caught myself doing that. So that's kind of funny. I don't remember what I was saying now because I got off on that little side tangent. But anyway, oh yeah, uh, uh, the risk reward ratio. I think you know how to do simple math. So if you want to risk $20, then you need to make $60 for a three to one risk reward ratio. I also bought some Starbucks at $73.90. What I like about Starbucks is, yes, they pay a smaller yield, but they are growing. And a fun little thing to think about with dividend-paying companies that are also growth companies is why they have a smaller yield is because they are putting more of their money into growing that company. So what you get less of in yield you will make up in capital appreciation as those shares go up over the years and they will increase their dividends because they're making more money. So all around, I see it as a win-win. So something to keep in mind when you see some of these growth companies paying out a smaller yield. I love it. I think it's super sustainable and I just keep buying Starbucks virtually almost every single week. I also added to Pepsi, ticker symbol PEP. I bought those at $129.90. I continue to enjoy buying that under $130. I keep adding. And then I also added to my position of ETN, Eaton Corporation. They do all kinds of motors and electronics and hydraulics. Really big fan of Eaton and their dividend. 
and I see them a lot in my line of work. So I see Eaton products all over the place. All right, that's it for the taxable. And now we'll get to the self-directed IRA, which I did update in my portfolio. It's a work in progress. If you haven't yet, you can go to YouTube and type in Dapper Dividends Portfolio. You can get a download of it. You can follow along if you want. It's linked to Google Sheets. I have a tracker, a dividend tracker on there, and you can see the buys. And I think I'm going to add a dividends received portion of that as well since I got some Johnson & Johnson dividends. And I need to update that. It'd be fun to follow along over the years and just see exactly to the penny how many dividends I've received. So in that, I did have a covered call that was expiring today. My Altria one, which I was saved by the bell. It was looking really bad going into this week. Like I was going to lose big on that. And then we started dropping, especially on Thursday. It plummeted bad. We started tanking on Wednesday afternoon. And actually came out ahead on that one miraculously. So they were assigned this morning, which I don't understand why whoever did that, they assigned the Altria shares in pre-market because they disqualified themselves for the dividend. If they knew they were going to buy the shares and they were convinced of it, they should have executed the share last night. So I thought for sure whoever owned that was going to assign it in aftermarket because a lot of times they uh, close the contract out in aftermarket especially because I like to do it right by around the dividend date so they disqualified themselves from the dividend and hey that's cool that's $84 more in my pocket and then after that was closed out so that was at $37.50 that that covered call contract was for and perhaps I jumped the gun and got a little bit excited but I bought 100 shares right back in pre-market at $39.45. I thought the market was going to have a nice rebound day, which it started out way up. And then the bears came in and it just eventually got chopped down all the way negative and then the market closed green. So I bought 100 Altria at $39.45. I initiated a position in Barrick Gold, ticker symbol G-O-L-D. They pay a small dividend. I bought 25 shares at $24.58. So I'm a big fan of gold. I'm a big proponent of gold. I have been waiting. I felt like I missed my chance, but with all the printing and especially after the Federal Reserve of the United States said they're going to keep interest rates flat for probably two years, I think this is going to help gold. I think the backdrop is set for gold to go up. So uh, not any advice here, just my own personal journey. But I wanted to have some exposure to the gold sector, uh, which is basic materials, where I'd rather own a gold miner instead of the GLD or GDX, one of the ETFs that tracks gold. So I initiated a position. I drew a line in the sand. I may buy a few more, but that was gold, Barrick Gold at $24.58. I bought 25 shares. And then I increased positions of Honeywell, only a few. I bought two shares of Honeywell, ticker symbol HON, at $143. And two shares of Chevron Corporation, ticker symbol CVX, at $91.29. So a lot of buying going on today. And not to be done. I am not done. I can't stop. I won't stop. I won't stop buying. We're going to keep going. 
I initiated two more positions. I was feeling spending today. I had the spending bug. I bought ticker symbol MMM. I bought three shares of 3M at $153.75. Love 3M. It's time to get in. It's time to jump in. I've been watching them come down. I'm sure they'll go down more, which is just fine by me because I'll buy even more. Better sale. And then I also initiated a position into ABV, ticker symbol ABBV. I worked at ABV in North Chicago two days ago on Wednesday. I bought two shares of ABV at $91.58. So you may be asking, why did I only buy two shares of ABV and three shares of 3M? It's because I like to draw lines in the sand. I draw a line in the sand. So, for instance, with AbbVie at $91.58, now if they drop $2 into $89 range, I'm going to say, look at that, they are below my average, so it's going to make me want to buy. It's a mental trick that I play with myself. Play with myself. Good Lord. <laughs> it's, a, it's a trick that I use to get myself to buy more because I can see that it is now officially below my average price. So, kind of a fun thing to do. If you don't know... If you want to jump in on a stock and you're afraid to buy, just buy one share. Trust me on this. Buy one share and then wait. Wait a day, a week, see what it does. And I'm telling you, when you see it below your average price, it's it's something psychological that says, holy cow, look at that. It's below my average. I got to buy. Because otherwise, I'll just keep waiting. I've found that I'll wait. It'll drop. And I'll say, it'll drop more. It'll drop more. It'll drop... And then it hits a point and it just starts going up and up and up. And I say, ah, that's too expensive now. I got to wait. And I just don't get in. So anyway, I think this was the leg down. I think this has started another leg down. I don't know if we'll retest the bottoms. I, I kind of doubt it at this point. That's what makes this exciting and what I'm going to love looking at for the rest of my life because nobody knows what's going to happen. Every week is a different story. Every person has their own opinion and they're pretty darn sure they know what's going to happen. And nobody knows what's going to happen. Just like I told you, there was some. I listened to a 50-minute podcast from a professional seasoned trader over 30 years in the industry. Said he was never more convinced that a company like Tesla was going to go below $100 a share. And he had them rated. Uh, he had his own valuation set them at, I believe, $15 or $20 a share because their financials were so poor. And he was shorting it, and it basically convinced me to not even dip my toe into Tesla, which I wanted to. And it went to $176 a year ago, and boom, up from there, all the way to over $1,000 a share. So take even what the experts say with a grain of salt. Nobody is perfect. Nobody knows what is going to happen. And if you're convinced of something, you do that. You do you, boo, they say. You buy it. Anyway, so follow me on Twitter at RustyRam78. Check out my YouTube channel called Stashing Worthy Acorns. I put $50 into the Stash app, the Worthy Bonds app, and the Acorns app, and then I add $20 a month. I'm doing this for two years and sharing the results and progress every week with you. I'm going to take a break, and I will be right back with my song of the show. We are back. We got some different music. 
And I was going to tell you I'm going to try and keep these shows shorter, but for some reason, I just keep rambling and talking. And let me know. Let me know if I should be keeping it shorter. I can't, I can't seem to keep it under 10 minutes lately. So let's get to it real quick. Something I'm watching is called Lock and Key on Netflix. Very interesting show. It's about a family where the father was killed and they move into his estate in Massachusetts, I think. Well, I should know that. I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to pause this. I'll keep going with it. He should. I should know. Uh, but I don't know where, where they moved into. It's somewhere up north, Boston, Massachusetts, I think, in that area. Very interesting. Family has magical powers in the house. Uh, kind of like a mystery. There's a antagonist who the family is fighting against. And not a bad checkout if you're looking for something new to watch. It's called Lock and Key. That is on Netflix. I'm going to wrap this up because tomorrow we are going hiking for my wife's birthday. She wanted to go to Milwaukee where we thought we were going to go to Milwaukee. We were going to have a hotel room and we were going to at least spend time on the beach. But there is some unseasonably cold weather moving in. So instead of all our friends and family going to Milwaukee, we're going to go on a hike in Illinois near Starved Rock, I believe doesn't matter if you don't know where that is it's beautiful it's scenic we're gonna go on a hike come back to the house for a fire and spend time that's the most important thing yeah it's nice to go to these cities and restaurants and things before the lockdown but the best is sharing and spending time with good friends and family people you love and enjoy to be around that's the real treat that's the real thing in life that I enjoy and I have been finding I used to think that the backdrop was more important being in some fancy club or some really nice restaurant or a happening place and it's okay but it more or less accentuates the time that you're spending with your friends the real thing is what you have between your friends that real bond and friendship so we're gonna do that if any of you are into horror I love watching new horror stuff particularly the zombie genre I guess The Walking Dead kind of killed it. I, I found out about The Walking Dead in comic book form. I'm not really a comic book guy, but it was like my thing. And then it blew up to something that was just huge. And everything was zombies. Zombies everywhere. So let me know if you know of any good horror movies. I've probably seen them, but I'm always looking for something new. Love horror, horror, horror. I love it. Let me see it. Let me hear it. I want to watch it. And the song of the show is a song called Candy, and that is by Cameo. Cameo is a kind of funk uh, R&B group from the 80s. They had a big hit called Word Up. I was in second or third grade when Word Up came out. So that put them on my radar. They're a fun band. I always, always, always am in a good mood whenever I hear this song. It has a very cool funky bass line that opens up. And every time I hear that, just instantaneously puts a smile on my face. This song always puts me in a good mood. If I'm in a bad mood or having a bad day and I need to pick me up, boom. Candy by Cameo comes on. Smile on the face. Good times. That is on the Dapper Dividends playlist on YouTube. I'm going to throw it on there before I release this episode. So if you want to hear all the songs that I've played They are all on my playlist. As I do a podcast, I add the song. 
So please check that out. Listen to some of the music I love in my life that makes me happy and kind of is representative of who I am. I am going to get out of here. I'll see you next week. And remember, everyone you meet has something to teach you.